You're listening to the Black Sheep Talks podcast. My name is Karina Greco, and I am your host. I am an online coach, writer, storyteller, speaker, and podcast host. My mission is to help others manifest a life of travel, adventure, and financial freedom. I created this podcast as a platform that allows for raw and authentic conversations to be the norm. I will be diving into all sorts of topics, including manifestation, mindset, self-love, healing, personal growth, spirituality, relationships, travel, the super yacht industry, entrepreneurship, and so much more. I am passionate about sharing the life lessons that I've learned and how certain experiences have helped me grow and evolve in this lifetime. My aim is to inspire you to dive deep into your own personal growth and manifest a life you love too. Thank you so much for coming on this journey with me. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Black Sheep Talks podcast. I am diving into the yawning series today to talk to you guys all about part two of how I got bullied on my very first yacht working as a deck stew. And specifically, this episode title is called This Isn't the Navy Captain. And the reason why I named it this way is because, of course, you guys have heard in the last episode that the boat I was working on, I was working for a couple and the couple was the captain and the cook stew or chief stew um, as she was the one that was in charge of most things on the interior. So when all of the bullying was happening, and if you guys haven't listened to that episode, I suggest you guys go back so you actually get some context on what happened. Um, Yeah, so when I was getting bullied, I was obviously feeling super down about everything. I was feeling really depressed. I was not feeling like myself, that's for sure. I'm the type of person who's always happy, always smiling, always positive. You know, most of the time, of course, we've all got our down days. I am a human. But I was not feeling like myself living and working on this yacht. And I was putting up with it because I was green and I was new to the industry and all the crew agents and everyone, you know, that was telling me to stick it out was like, you need to get longevity on your CV. You can't boat hop. You can't switch boats. You got to suck it up and take it. Right. And that's probably like the worst advice I was ever given in the yachting industry. And it's not only one time I was given that advice. I was given that advice by multiple crew agents, by multiple friends I even had in the industry who thought that it was okay to pretty much deal with this kind of behavior. Like I look back at it now and I actually had one friend who, you know, got me into yachting, who helped me get into the industry and break into it. He was one of those people that said, oh, yeah, you just got to suck it up and take it. This is how yachting is, right? And it's crazy that if you actually go on these Facebook groups, you'll see that people will actually say things like this. And it's mind-boggling to be like, wow, so you think that working like a slave, getting treated like a number and someone that is not a human being is okay. Like you think that we should be standing for that kind of industry. And I thought this was ridiculous. Like people would literally go, well, if you don't like it, then just leave, go find another job. So you're just perpetuating the fact that abuse, you know, toxic behaviors, workplace harassment, 
being underpaid, all of those kind of things are okay. Well, they're definitely not okay, right? And the people who are saying those things clearly don't have or don't value themselves, right? They don't have any sort of standards, in my opinion. Because if you're somebody that's going to work in a place like that, that puts you down, that mistreats you, and you're surrounded by people who don't value you, well, clearly you don't have the self-worth and value in yourself. And that's what I realized was me staying on this boat and putting up with this bullying and this abuse really meant that I did not have the self-love and self-worth for myself because I was listening to other people who were telling me that I had to stick it up, stick it out, sorry, and, you know, suck it up and take it and just put my head down, grin and bear it. So I had this in my head, right? Oh my God, if I'm going to make it in yachting, I got to deal with the bullshit. I got to put up with the abusers because you know, that exists. And it's like any other industry, I'm sure, where, you know, you work in corporate and you deal with bullies. There are bullies everywhere, right? But why are we as a society perpetuating the fact that it's okay? The fact that we have to take it and, you know, turn a blind eye to it. Like, when did it become okay to do that, right? So, Anyway, let's get into this episode a little bit before I get like super passionate and heated about this topic, which I'm going to again anyway. But I want to just tell you what happened afterwards. So after all of this abuse was happening on board after a couple months of working on there, and clearly, even when I would be super kind and patient and try to speak to this chief stew about how she was making me feel very you know, unhappy, very unsafe, very uncomfortable. It just didn't go anywhere, right? It didn't move forward. It just got worse and worse and worse and worse, especially on charter where we were we were in a high stress situation working with owners. And, you know, it doesn't ever need to be high stress. People like to make it high stress, right? In the yawning industry, oh, we got to run around like, you know, headless chickens for other people. And these owners were so chilled, they were so chilled. I don't know why we had to run around like this. Like they literally would have just been happy with, you know, being taken out kiting, taken out diving, going biking. I went mountain biking with them one day and they were more interested in my me and my life and asking me questions about what I do and where I've traveled. They were genuinely nice people. So, you know, the people that say, oh my God, you got to fear the rich people. You got to like act like you know, they're this like God and you're the slave. Like, I fucking hate that about the industry. Like, okay, fine. Yes, there are some high class boats out there. Maybe that's how the guests want to be interacted with and how they want to, you know, have their crew tiptoe around them. To be honest, I never liked working on boats like that. And I never really worked on boats of that high caliber because I just found it like really fake. I found it like, this isn't how humans should be treated, right? Just because what? Just because you're a fucking billionaire, you have to put me down and make me feel like I'm a slave? Like, guess what? When I'm going to be a millionaire and maybe a billionaire someday, I'm not going to treat people that way. I'm going to treat people with respect and love. That's the difference, right? There's two types of people in this world. Like, just because you have more money doesn't mean you're better than anybody. So anyway, that's a whole other topic. But it just goes into the fact of how people think in this industry. Like, 
we're yacht crew, we're slaves. We got to, you know, run around and, and pretty much like cut out the fact that we're even humans. Like it's actually ridiculous. And so the reason why people often get bullied in this industry is because, you know, the chief stews or the heads of departments are under this high stress and they're under this high stress to perform, to make sure everything's going really well. And so they take it out on the crew, right? They take it out on the green crew. Oh, you're not doing that fast enough. Oh, you're not doing that quick enough. And it's like, it's really ridiculous because if you just came from a place of compassion and love and patience and work together as like a team, you wouldn't have to have this sort of anxiety and stress and, and all of the bullshit that comes with it. Like, yes, of course, you know, the stress still happens, but I've worked in teams where I didn't feel stressed. Like I worked on a charter boat where my crew was really happy and really loving and I never felt like under high pressure or high stress and I performed really well because I felt really happy in my job. So when I was working for a leader like this woman who was putting me down constantly, bullying me and belittling me, of course I was under high stress and of course my work performance was going down. Like whose wouldn't? right? Like people look at you like as if it's your fault, as if it's like, you're the reason why, you know, all of this is happening. Like you're, you're shit. You're terrible at your job. It's like, no, I'm actually not. Um, the fact is that I'm surrounded by somebody. I'm being led by somebody who is not a leader, who is not a good manager, who is someone that is literally making me question my own worth and, you know, my own work ethic. And that's how I felt. I was just like, so under stress because of this person that just was not a good manager. So I brought this up to the captain, right? And before all of this even like exploded, like I said in the last episode, there was a point where I went to go speak to him, um, you know, in the middle of the charter. And I was like, I am not happy. Like, I feel like I am being bullied. And I told him and he knew he could see it. He knew that she was doing that. He wasn't stupid, right? He knew that I was feeling like I was being targeted. And he said, I will talk to her. I'll speak to her and I'll tell her, you know, to tone it down a bit with you. I said, okay, thank you. I'd appreciate that. So after that happened, you know, then when we were on charter and things were just literally terrible, right? So stressful. Like when they were off the boat, I told you guys he would be, sorry, she would be just telling me all of these nasty things and putting me down. And then, you know, it came to a point where there was just like one evening where I was so fatigued. I was so exhausted. I was making so many mistakes or forgetting things or whatever it was because I was in this frustrating situation that they literally both targeted me at the end of the night, like to have a meeting, you know, after the owners have gone to bed and I was so tired. I was literally barely sleeping. I think I was sleeping like six hours, five hours every night if I was lucky, working like full 16-hour days without a break because remember, I couldn't eat lunch. And like, it was fucked. It was ridiculous. And, you know, they both like kind of cornered me at the end of the night. And, you know, she was pretty much just like attacking me and saying how I was doing this, this and this wrong. And I was in the wrong and everything I was doing was bad and blah, 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 blah. And he was just saying like, you know, 
clearly you're not learning fast enough or you're not doing this good enough. And I just felt so attacked. I was like, are you serious? I literally came to speak to you last week about this. You know how she's been treating me. How do you expect me to work in an environment like this? I do not feel valued. I do not feel appreciated. Of course, my work ethic is going to go down. Who's who's wouldn't, right? Who would want to stay and work in an environment like that? Like I didn't, but I had no fucking choice because I couldn't leave. We were at anchor on this trip um, in the Caribbean, in the Dominican Republic, and I literally had nowhere to go right? I couldn't leave until that trip was over. And it was only like a three-day trip. And I'm telling you, it felt like three weeks. It was like a nightmare, the worst nightmare I have ever been in. I was just like already in my head. The mate knew. He was like, you're not going to stay, are you? I said, nope, I'm fucking quitting as soon as we get back to port, which was in Puerto Plata. I was like, I'm fucking walking off this boat. I cannot stand another day with this woman working side by side with her because clearly it's just not going to get any better, right? It's just the abuse and the bullying is not going to stop. And so what had happened was I made it through that trip. I survived. I mean, hey, I'm here speaking to you now. I didn't jump off the bow. She didn't push me off the bow. We're here. But when we did get into port, I ended up, you know, writing up this letter. I was literally shaking. I remember the day when we were like packing everything up. We had to put the runners down, which was like to protect the carpet and things, um, to kind of go into yard mode, put things away. And I remember she was just taking it out on me, like move faster. Oh, you're still doing that. Like literally just every little comment she would say. I even started recording her. I got my phone out and I started to like make recordings because I was like, this is ridiculous. I'm going to show these recordings to the captain because clearly he doesn't hear it. He doesn't see it when she says these rude things to me where she's literally abusing me. Like it's actually insane. So I started recording her and, you know, she didn't know. She literally like went on rants just saying the rudest shit to me. Like I can't even remember half of it because I blocked it out of my memory. That's how bad it was. But anyway, I ended up, you know, going up, writing out my resignation letter. At the end of the day, I went up to speak to him and, you know, I had it ready there and I wasn't going to give it right away. I wanted to first have like a chat and tell him, hey, captain, this is what's been happening. I've tried to solve these issues. I've tried to have, you know, a chat with her a few times. Clearly, we can't work together. Clearly, this isn't going to work. You know, I don't know what else to do. Do you have a solution at this point, right? I wanted to leave it in his hands to make him feel like, oh, yeah, all right, Mr. Captain, you make the decision. You, you know, come up with a plan. And I told him all of this, and he was pretty much like, well, you know, she's going to be leaving soon. So this won't be an issue. And I said, how soon is soon? Two weeks? A month? Because to be honest, I can't work with her for another day. Like that is literally what I said. I said, if this continues, my mental health is literally out the window. And I remember saying like, I'm depressed. I have my anxiety is through the roof. I have not had panic attacks or anxiety attacks since I was probably like right before university, high school. It's been years, right? I said, this has happened to me. I had a full-blown panic attack. I think I told you guys in the last episode where I literally was like panicking. I couldn't breathe. And 
I had to calm myself down. I had to call my mom. I had to tell her what was happening and it was awful. And, you know, I told him all this. I said, I was literally, I'm, I'm not in a good place. I said, I'm not in a good mental state and I don't think it's safe for me to be in this environment. And you know what he said to me? He said, well, you know, all of this talk about mental health, mental health, you know, I think people are just weak nowadays. Like this generation is just weak. And, you know, I was in the Navy and I went to the Navy and I was yelled at in the face. I was screamed at. I was abused. And I was like, oh, really? Were you? Well, this isn't the Navy, Captain. I didn't sign up for the fucking Navy. And if I did, I wouldn't be working on this yacht now, would I? We wouldn't be in the 21st century where that's actually not the norm anymore. So welcome to this world that we're living in where this is the norm. So yeah, I couldn't believe that that was his mentality. It was such an old school mentality that I was just like, well, we have to agree to disagree here, you know? And that made me realize like, I can't work for somebody who thinks that it's okay to be treated this way, to speak down to people, to belittle them just because they might not do something quick enough or, you know, learn something in the way that someone wants it or whatever. Um, I thought it was ridiculous. I was like, this isn't going to create a safe workplace where employees feel valued and they want to actually progress and grow. And I just felt like in that moment, clearly it's not worth my energy to try to explain to this man who clearly has a very backwards way of thinking that something on this boat needs to change. So I got my resignation letter out and I slammed it on the desk and I said, well, looks like I'm going to be leaving then. Thank you for the opportunity, but I no longer wish to be in this environment. So he, you know, shook my hand, said, that's all good. We actually ended on good terms. You know, he wasn't being rude to me. He wasn't kicking me off the boat. He said, you know, you can stay, pack your things. You can stay another night. Um, you know, you don't need to walk off right now because it was like 5 p.m. And I said, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Thanks for understanding. But yes, I feel like it's time for me to go. Um, and if it's okay with you, yes, I will leave in the morning. And hopefully the mate can drive me to Cabarete. And Cabarete was literally a half an hour, maybe almost 45 minute drive from Puerto Plata. So it was perfect. It was where I was living before, where I was having a ball kite surfing. And I was like, great, I'm going to go back, live with my friend, have a great time, get off this toxic fucking boat fuck, I can't wait. I was just so excited. And I knew it was the right decision in that moment. I just felt it like, you know, clearly there is no winning here. There is no room for growth. There is no room for anything, right? There's no understanding. Um, somebody who thinks that way, you know, it's just, there's no changing that mentality or perspective. And I just knew in my heart that I had to do this for myself. I had to walk off with my head held high and I had to think about my mental health, even though the captain thought that 
having, you know, mental health issues or mental health being a priority was a sign of weakness, right? Someone being upset, sad, or depressed, that's a sign of weakness. You shouldn't show that. How backwards is that, right? That is the whole reason why people have mental health issues and why the yachting industry can be so tough because captains like that and chief stews like that who don't think it's important to put mental health first, right? It's the whole reason why this toxic bullshit exists in the industry. And it's why I'm so passionate about coaching the girls inside my program to really, really watch out for red flag boats and to also really master their mindset, master their self-love, self-worth so that they never feel like they have to put themselves in a situation like that, right? Because I was in a very vulnerable place. I was in a place where I felt like I clearly need to stick this out. And I got to a point where I felt so drained, so upset, so burnt out. And I look back on it now, right? I don't have any regrets, of course, but I definitely feel like, you know, I stayed on there way longer than I needed to. And I put up with way more abuse than I should have. And like I said in the last episode, I wish I stood up for myself sooner. And I hope that anyone that is listening to this, whether you're green or whether you're, you know, somebody that's been in the industry a while or a leader, then you should take this into consideration and know that I'm one of the few people who is probably voicing the truth about yachting, right? There's so many people that don't talk about the dark side. They don't talk about the bullying and the bullshit that goes on. And they feel like, you know, ooh, I can't talk about that because... I won't get another job or I might get fired or I'll never find something like this again. And it's just so messed up, right? Like the fact that people put up with this kind of abuse and not just in yachting, but like I said, I'm sure in so many other industries, it needs to stop, right? Mental health is so important and it's just not something to be taken lightly. It's not something that should be commented like, oh, just smile and wave or just put up with it or this is just how it is. You don't like it? Go work in another industry. How are we making this industry better with that kind of mentality? And to all the people that think that way, shame on you, right? You are just perpetuating more of the dark side in yachting. You're not doing anything to make it better right? You are not standing up for yourself and for others. And it's really sad. It's really, really sad because a lot of people, not just me, are in pain because of it, right? A lot of crew out there are getting bullied every single day, are getting abused. You know, there's a lot of shit going on behind the scenes that people don't want to talk about. And the reason I'm talking about it is because I hope that we as a collective can make a change. I hope that the people in the industry, the leaders wake the fuck up and they step up and actually become leaders, right? Because it's just not enough to just say, just smile and wave and this is how it is, right? We need to make a change. We need to create waves. And I hope you, if you are going into the industry that you will be aware of this, that you will spread this to others and you will speak up if you are ever in a position like I was. And if you're ever spoken down to and told that, you know, 
you're too sensitive or your mental health doesn't matter, that you will tell them that actually my sensitivity is a superpower and my mental health does fucking matter because I'm a human being and I deserve love and compassion just like you do. So I'm going to give you that love and compassion back and leave you with it and walk off this boat with my head held high because I don't deserve this, right? No one deserves that. And the best thing you can do is kill others with kindness. You can't preach it to them. You can't change them. You can just do what's best for you and your mental health and walk off the boat or quit your job if the person or the superior or the manager, whoever it is, isn't treating you with human decency. That's the best thing you can do for yourself. And I advise everyone to take a hard look at their environment and evaluate whether it is toxic or whether it is a positive environment because you become a different person, you lose who you are, you know, and it could lead to depression, it could lead to suicide, and it's not something to be taken lightly and it's not something that should be joked about and, you know, I shouldn't get a comment saying that, well, back in my day, we just sucked it up and we were yelled at and this, that, and the other. Well, guess what? Like I said, this isn't the Navy captain. I hope you guys have a great day and I'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening until the end. I am so grateful to have you a part of this journey with me. If you resonated with this episode, then please share this on your Instagram story and tag me at the Black Sheep Travels so that I can say a massive thank you and show you my appreciation. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on future episodes. Please share this with your friends or anyone you know that would enjoy this podcast. If you're interested in finding out more about me or how we can work together, then please visit my website, www.theblacksheeptravels.com. You can also subscribe to my email list so that you can stay in the loop for podcast drops, blogs, freebies, info about my coaching packages, my ebook, and upcoming courses and books. Thank you so much for listening until the end. I am so grateful to have you here.